I'm Kimberly Hayes Moga. And I'm Amanda Day. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the first season of the Fundraising Heyday Podcast. We are a dynamic duo bringing you insight and knowledge into the ever-evolving world of grants, development, and fundraising. Full disclosure, we're Southern. We are. You may hear y'all. It happens. Mm. This season is brought to you by our generous sponsor, Grant Writing USA. Grant Writing USA delivers training programs across America that dramatically enhance performance in the areas of grant writing, grants management, and grant maker research. They have coached, trained, and consulted for nearly 15,000 top-ranked organizations and more than 25,000 individual achievers from every imaginable domain. Leaders of government, philanthropists, academics, outstanding nonprofit managers, just your everyday heroes. Full disclosure, when we're not entertaining you, we hope, with our podcasting adventures, we are trainers for Grant Writing USA. At the end of this episode and throughout season one, we will be sure to let you know about upcoming offers at Grant Writing USA just for our listeners of Fundraising Heyday. Today's episode centers around site visits and how they can be your friends in the grant seeking and fundraising process. Knowing what to do and what not to do when hosting current and potential funders or program officers conceal that grant-seeking deal for your organization or client. And I'd like to apologize for our listeners because I did not make our scary sound effect that we normally do <laughs> when we reference site visits for da, the first time. So, that was your sound effect. With some research and thoughtful planning, you can change site visits from a necessary evil, necessitating the ugly sound effect used yes. earlier, into a true learning opportunity to share the great work your organization or client is doing with a new funder. You can explain a new program. You could deepen the working relationship between funder and your organization or agency or your client. Or you could even introduce new staff or new collaborations. You can also save a program. I've oh. got a good story coming up. Site visits can oh. actually save your grant. You know, I love a good Amanda story, so I'm looking forward to that. But first, let's take a quick moment to define site visits so that we're all on the same oral page. I like it. So define it for me, Kimberly. All what right. you got? Here we go. So one definition of site visits really incorporates, and that's sort of my wheelhouse, my area, um, around private, corporate, slash community foundations. Many of them include site visits as a formal part of the application process. This varies on how they want to carry it out. It could be before you even submit an application. I've had okay. visits with foundations that maybe have funded the agency in the past, and they just they want to catch up before they get all of the, your information. You want to make sure it's a good fit, what's going on, what's the right approach, checking on the a grant amount. So that's an example of before. During, it's happened a couple of times where you're writing an LOI, which is a letter of intent. Yes. So sort of a a movie trailer, if you will, for the upcoming grant proposal. I like it. <laughs> mm. And so then the site visit could come after the LOI, but before you were invited to submit a full proposal. I've had that happen. And um, finally, then there can be a site visit after the grant is awarded. Mm -hmm. Could be a check-in, could be sort of a midterm kind of progress report, or more commonly after the final report is in and the grant is being closed. And you may be saying, but Kimberly, there are so many of these things. How do you know? And I say, read. We've read told you to read. Mm, we've told you to read. Please read, children. Read the fine print of a grant agreement, or here's another novel idea, again, I, I'm going to give you this as a spoiler alert kind of thing. I want you to sit down, sit tight, cinch up, ask. If you don't know, 
ask if you have questions. What a novel idea! I'm telling you what, but because it's amazing how many people are like, I'm allowed to talk to my thunder. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. girl. Yes. yes, especially if they give you contact information. I'm laughing yes. because <laughs> if there's an email or there's a phone number, you might want to call and check. And we're gonna yes. talk about preparation for site visits a little further on, but just know. And, the, and I should have back up and say the grant agreement that you may receive when a grant has been awarded might be an actual letter delivered through the Postal Service or mm-hmm. it could be an email attachment, whatever it is. If you read that, generally they will tell you if there's a site visit. They're going to tell you because they want you to be prepared for a site visit. Yeah. So just read. And if it's not there, it's not clear ask. Good point. Now, on the flip side, when it comes to federal and state funding, site visits are not the norm. Like, I feel like on the foundation side, especially when you've got local foundation Mm -hmm. funding, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's more of a common thing. On the federal side, it's not a general rule, for sure. Well, now, wait a minute. Can a site visit be a part of an audit? Um, well, they, they, on the that, Fed, they actually define them as two different things. Okay. Yes, there okay. are true okay. site visits that are have nothing to do with an audit. So very different than audit. But yes, federal agencies do have site visits. Mm-hmm. And typically, they do it one of two ways. Either you're not doing very good at grant management, but they don't want to necessarily audit you. You're not that bad yet. So that you may be selected for a site visit because of that. They want to come and see and just kind of get a feel and kind of help you get caught up. So what's an example of you're not, you're kind of doing a little poorly at your grant management, gotcha. but you're not in violation of something really bad. Maybe your reports aren't happening on time. Okay. You're, you're submitting your reports and you've got good information, but they're they're late consistently. Okay. That, that's kind of a red flag, like, oh, things aren't going so well. Maybe you're not spending your money in a very timely manner. Okay. okay. Maybe you're not turning in all the correct all right. documentation. So you're, you're doing the work, you're doing a good job, mm-hmm. but you're just not doing a perfect job. Okay. So you could be randomly selected. But also... Also, they kind of like the RRS randomly assign sometimes who gets audited on their right, taxes. Right. Same thing with government grants. And sometimes you're just randomly selected for that. Oh, um, how fun. Oh, I know. Isn't said it? no one And ever. let me tell you, when, you know, I had a grant and I had someone from the Federal Highway come to my office. Mm. And I'm the lone grants person for my city. So it's me talking mm. to like a team of five people. It's very nerve wracking. And I feel like I'm being called to the principal's office and I totally want to throw up, even though I knew we're doing a good job. It's still scary. It really is when the funder, especially the federal agency shows up. In my experience, they're always very kind to let you know, Hey, we're not here to audit you. We're not here to get you in trouble. It's just a site visit. We're seeing Mm -hmm. how things are going or your files are in order. And if things are well, they'll say, excellent job, you know, and it, but if not, they, they'll tell you, hey, here's what's missing. Let me help you figure that out. So site visits really can be helpful if you are not good at grant management. So okay. it's not always a bad thing. So, and let me give you a good example. Here's my, my time to talk about a site visit that saved a project. Um, we had received construction money, came from Federal Highway, went to the Georgia Department of Transportation, then came to us. It was an intersection improvement. And it was through that, you remember back in like, was it like 2009 when we had all the stimulus money? Oh, yeah. All the extra money yes. that got infused into yes. the country. So it was a stimulus project. So even more of a headache. But anyway, long story short, the construction company that had won the bid to do the work, they had never done a, a federal grant before. 
or a project that involved federal dollars. Oh, okay. So the construction company (laughs) was not used to all of the hoops that they had to do all those Davis-Bacon Wayjack things. And anyway, so the project was behind schedule. It was going over budget. It was just on the construction side, it was a bit of a hot mess. Not because the city wasn't doing a good job. It was just construction company truly was ill-equipped, but they met the minimum requirements. They were the lowest bidder. They won the project. You know, hindsight, maybe we need to give more credit to people who've done more federal projects than we had done. But anyway, that being the case, so the feds were not very happy and they were ready to shut down our project. So guess what? Guess who got randomly, ha ha ha, selected for a site visit? I'm thinking you. Was us. Fully expecting because the construction side was such a mess that probably the grant side was too. So they could come in and find a reason to kind of shut us down and get the grant over with. Well... They didn't know who they would deal with. I know. They didn't know. They've got a tape A personality who mm. I document well. I'm a binder girl, so I've got all my binders and my tabs. And I think I probably had three binders at this point for this project. I had everything, every wage sheet we were supposed to have, every proof of Buy American, everything. Because Y'all think Amanda's all sweet and cute and everything, <laughs> but she can manage the heck out of a grant. Grant manager. Woo. So anyway, so I'm sitting at a table, me, with like three people from the Federal Highway and three or four people from the Georgia Department of Transportation. Now, mind you, I don't don't know why they're I just know site visit okay things go great they leave fine we continue our project we get it done fabulous now fast forward like three or four years one of the guys that worked for the Georgia Department of Transportation he retires mm. and becomes a consultant my husband also works in local government they end up hiring him for a project they meet Last names are the same. Of course, they're like, hey, Amanda's your wife, isn't she? Yeah. He goes, you need to tell her she's good at her job. And my husband's like, okay, thanks. He goes, no, seriously. We were we wow. purposely selected wow. their project for a site visit, knowing we were going to shut them down because, again, construction was a mess. Mm-hmm. So we figured the grant management side, she had it so together. It was very readily apparent to us. It wasn't the recipient of the grant funds. It was just they picked the wrong contractor, and that happens. And, you know, it was just kind of a lesson learned. So he goes, we walked away from that going, yeah, we can't take it from them because they've done everything they're supposed to do. Which I was, see your cape unfurling know, in the breeze, it's awesome. girl. I love that. It made me feel so good. But part mm-hmm. of me was like, why didn't you tell my boss when you were there? Because how nice would that have been to be able to go like, hey, your grant manager, dang Skippy, she just saved you from having to pay back a million dollars on that a would project. Have, that would have been nice. That would have been very nice. Okay, but, good, but still. Focus on the good news. It's Yes. You didn't get shut down. So You got that praise. Yes. Yeah, so generally, site visits should not be a scary thing, but clearly sometimes... You know, you just never know. But the moral of the story is do good at your job and you can you can keep your grants, right? Which segues magnificently okay. into our next section about how to prepare for site visits. If you are not a binder queen like Amanda, I am more of an online, let's put everything in folders where I can print it out. There's no right or wrong way. You will do what works best for you. But you right? got to find that way and you got to do that thing. Because mm-hmm. there's there are a lot of different ways to think about preparing for site visits. And I sort of threw them into three main scenarios, right? There's the perfect world scenario. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think of a good sound effect for perfect world. Okay, that was nice. Perfect world scenario. Again, if you want better sound effects, come on and sponsor us for season two. Perfect world scenario from moment the grant agreement or notification arrives. Everyone is celebrating. No one loses the grant agreement. Everyone sits down as a grant team and calendars out when the site visits are going to be held and begins the planning process that day. That's real pretty. That rarely happens, but it is a goal to strive for. Absolutely. Real world is about a month before the visit, you, or if you were me, you'd be sitting at your desk and going, oh, 
well, I'm not going to say what I exactly say because <laughs> I am a big old cuss bucket. But anyway, about a month before the visit, it's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my stars. <laughs> y'all, oh, funders y'all. are coming. Funders are coming. Let's get it together, people. And so then it's a time to, hey, they're coming. We need this and that. And a time to check in. Let me see how good we are. How are we doing on our spin down? What are our um, numbers looking like? Also, what are our program outcomes looking like? Is there anything we need to tighten up before mm-hmm. they come? Da, 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 da. And also a time to reach out to them and go, hey, I see that y'all are coming in about a month. What would you like to see? Yes. These site visits, in my experience, are not as heavily scripted or uh, as what Amanda was talking about. It's so not they're as, not really looking at your paperwork. They just want to see you in action. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they aren't. Gotcha. And it's very important. Like maybe a visit from United Way mm-hmm. or from a larger organization um, or from a, if there's a grant from a local municipality or county government, yes. they may be more used to asking for certain documentation. But that's the time to kind of suss that out and also to see who they want there. The dystopian nightmare version of a site <laughs> visit is... <laughs> the hug- games of site visits. I love it. <laughs> Can I be Katniss? <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, you're not volunteering. You are the tribute. Yes. And that's when oh, you girl. go. And let's not judge. You know, it doesn't matter why it happened. The point is to have it maybe not happen mm-hmm. this way the next time. But it's tomorrow, and you've got to get it together. And I'm just telling this story for a friend. Because um, <laughs> we would, we would never, never do, do such that. a thing, right? <laughs> so, you know what? Sometimes it happens. Maybe it it's does. not tomorrow. Maybe it was in a few days. But the more you have sort of prepared on the front end, whether you're a binder girl, whether you're an online folder, whatever it is, the more you have that information in hand and you're familiar with the grant and you haven't just kissed it goodbye once the check came in the mail or the funds were transferred mm-hmm. electronically – the better off you're going to be. So just some basics to get ready, whether you're in the perfect world, the real world, or the dystopian nightmare, is make sure that you have copies of the proposal on hand. And the I'm talking about hard printout copies yeah. so that you can reference because you do not want to be carrying around your little tablet and having everybody gather around and look at that. You want copies of the proposal out and ready to go for people. If they've requested uh, which happens a lot, a uh, board member or the board chair or the ED or the program director, those people really do need to be there. You need to yes. get on their schedules and you need to let them go. And I was in an grant, agency once. They're not playing. And the, the grants are a team effort. Like yes, I can't stress that enough. Yes. The grant writer alone cannot be everywhere, do everything. They and they just, don't want to see the grant no, writer. They want to they, they want to see the ED. They want to see the ED. And by that, I mean executive director. And I had a situation once where there was a site visit and the executive director was a very busy person and was like, I don't really need to be there. Do you? I'm like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And, and let me tell you why. Money. And it was, it was a little uncomfortable conversation to have, but yeah, it, it just, yes, you need to be there, yes. even if you're just there for a few minutes. So mm-hmm. they're not they're not kidding. It's not this punitive, draconian kind of, you must do everything we say, but if they give you three months in advance, the people they want there, if they can't, if those people can't be there because of an emergency, that's one thing. But otherwise, not only do they need to be there, but they need to have copies of the proposal. You need to prep them, talking points. You need to have a little group huddle. You need to sweep up the little cobwebs around your organization. If not you, someone else. I know I've emptied trash cans and swept things away just to kind of make it look good. Make it look good. You need to think about if there's a tour involved, which... Often there is, but depending on your agency, that may not be appropriate. If you were in a a shelter situation, that's not going to be appropriate. But wherever it is, before the tour and after the tour, if the tour even occurs, you're going to need a place to meet, a little table in a room that's kind of quiet. Yeah. 
and this may sound just like the most picky little thing all, uh, possible, but also just think about having refreshments or beverages or at least some water or something, yes. a place for people to put their bags, their purses, all these things. Just go ahead and think about that because you, when they're walking in the door, you don't want to be like, oh, wait, you can put it here. Oh, no, no, you can go down the hall and put it there. Just just handle it yeah, and know realized. where it's going to be. And, and just know that that's the part of your job that tends to fall under other duties as assigned and just try and get over yourself and get it done. You've got all the copies of the, well, it's true. It is. Copies of all requested documents ready and waiting. You personally, you, the grant person or the consultant, whoever you are, you have a way to take notes because there are going to be questions. There might be requests for information that you don't have. If you are super organized on your phone and you're able to go in either under notes or whatever you whatever you use, yes. that's cool. But let people know that that's what you're doing instead mm-hmm. of they uh, texting or something they might yes. think you're doing. I've just been in meeting situations where that happens. So just if it's your phone, make sure you say, hey, I'm just going to take some notes. And you can't see me, but I'm pulling up an imaginary phone and moving <laughs> my thumbs through the air. away on her note-taking machine. Another way is just, you know, a, a, a notebook, a, a tablet, yes. whatever works for you. But a way to take notes and access to a copy machine that works, that you know how to work. Oh, or yes. you know the person that can go in and get and work that machine when you say, you need to, I need this right now. Mm-hmm. Because... Even if you have all the copies of documents, there may be something. There may be sometimes it's, a, oh, do you have, oh, I forgot my uh, copy of the application, or oh, we need another copy of your 501c3 letter. You don't want to hold up the works. You want to be able to get in, get out, and get that. And if you have all of that set up in advance, it's just going to make a smoother site visit. Absolutely. Site visits on the um, public side of things really. I don't think I've ever, well, no, they do like to go and see the site itself. So yes, having the right people. So for me, you know, I definitely would rope in somebody from the engineering department to Mm -hmm. take them to that construction site because I could, I know where it is, trust me, but I usually don't have the hard hats and the the vests and uh, the working relationship with the foreman. If I showed up, they'd be like, who are you little lady? So whoever you need to go show them. But for the most part, what I've dealt with when it comes to that is just like Kimberly said, the space, the quiet space for you guys to meet. And if you're like me, you know, with my binders, the nice thing about that is I just have to bring those and set them down and they can peruse. If they ask me where something is, I can show them. But most of it with the way I use tabs, they can find what they're looking for. And let me tell you, nothing makes you feel better when they say, oh my gosh, you are the most organized person ever. I'm like, yeah, my house, not so much, but my grant (laughs) files, absolutely. Part of that is You know, a lot of times you're not giving, it's not like you know at the beginning of the grant with the federal grants, but site visits, they usually give you a couple of weeks notice, but not tons. Um, So my advice always is to stay constantly prepared, which means when I do, you know, grant management, it's kind of a daily thing. So every time I send in a report, a copy of that goes in my file. Every Mm -hmm. time I spend money, copies of that documentation, like every time I do anything with a grant, I'm immediately filing away. So my files are always in order. So if they showed up today, I shouldn't have to scramble to get my files together. They're already put together. And ideally, that's how it is. Now, I get it. Sometimes you're so overwhelmed with other things. Sometimes my to file pile gets a little crazy. um, But I do my best to try to stay up with that. And if you are kind of one of those that does the everything online, then you're going to have to provide them a computer access where they can get in and start playing around because they they do. They want to see. That's true. They want to see all those documents. So if you are an electronic person, nothing wrong with that. But 
You better have a laptop or a computer in that boardroom or maybe a way. I know now a lot of times you can connect up your computer to like a screen and a projector. Mm -hmm. You can show them that way, but you just need to have that. And typically they're not asking for copies of things, but you just never know. So like Kimberly says, access to printers or copiers or whatever are certainly all very important to have. So if you're also thinking about, you know, we've talked about sort of site visits before, during and after. Um, a site visit for a private funder that would, again, be a family foundation. It could be a corporate or community foundation. Often site visits are done as, as part of a closeout. You're near the end of your grant cycle, and they just want to come in and see um, the new eco-friendly lighting system that you installed or the new van or see your early education program in action. Those, again, can take some extra preparation because not only should you have the paperwork that we discussed earlier, yes. but it's really, really important, even if they're not asking to speak with specific people and especially especially if they don't. They're like, oh, we just want to come in and see how it's going. You know, y'all aren't going to just drink some coffee and sit around and shoot the breeze. That You really need to, in that case, have maybe a, a more specialized tour in mind, alert your the direct staff, um, service mm-hmm. providers, get your ED on board, script out, hey, we're going to do this, and they're going to come down here, and we're going to talk about that. You want everybody on their best behavior that day, right? Yeah. Well, also, it's just the courtesy of letting people yes. know before you sweep through with a cast of thousands into mm-hmm. their program. But also just to say, hey, this is a closeout. If it is appropriate, and again, that depends on your um, clients, who you serve, there might be times to talk with people who are participating in your program or oh, parents yeah. of the people or whatever. And that can be on you to work with um, the different program staff and set that up. If it's particularly if it's a large grant and they are requesting board members or senior leaders, it's again, I'm taking you back to that other duties as assigned as a part of your job description. Give talking points, understand who you're working with, how they, you know, with your ED, can you like breeze in and can y'all have a five minute chat and is it done or does he or she need a list of talking points by yes. a certain date. And board members, they travel a lot. Let's make sure we're all up and going. Yeah. And well, and you want to prep them because yep. as a grant person and the program people, you know that stuff inside and out. Yep. They know the 10,000 miles above kind of sky view level, but they may need more of those details. So, yeah, giving them talking points is helpful. And if there's a way to do this, it depends on your facility and your program. But if there was any recognition that you did, you know, Amanda was talking about anything that was uh, had to do with that grant goes in her binder. Mm-hmm. I'm also suggesting if the foundation was listed in your annual report or there were some social media posts that you did, if there's a yes, way to call those out, and, mm-hmm. give examples and just point those out during that site visit, particularly if you can walk past a place where maybe they're recognized, that's always a good thing. Yeah. But again, it depends on who you are and how your agency works. But just keep that in mind. You don't have to bring in like a marching band, although <laughs> that would be kind of fun. But just letting them know and providing examples would be a good thing. And here's something, again, I know I'm going to give my little disclaimer, you know, sit down, cinch up, here it comes. You, what are we cinching up, by the way? Like our seatbelt? I'm or? just going to leave that to okay. you. <laughs> I don't want to judge. <laughs> just just hold tight to whatever, gotcha. whatever needs okay. to happen. Hang on tight. Just get in there. But seriously, though, it's a great time to ask them. Depending, You'll see the flow and mm-hmm. you'll see how it goes, but a great time to ask them about their experience working with you during the grant process. Mm -hmm. And 
also to just plant those little seeds for future funding or ask them where they're going, ask them about their funding areas. Are they changing? This is the time y'all are all there and you're all hanging out and and walking. Now, unless they're like incredibly businesslike and have to do 50 site visits, which has happened, you'll, you'll see that and you'll, you can smell that coming and no, not, that's not the time. But most of the time people want to talk and they want to hear, and it's just a part of that relationship building. It's also a great time during a site visit, if you haven't already, to ask how they want to receive information in the future. What I'm talking about is the the grant has closed, this is the final site visit, maybe they only will fund once every three years. I don't know, whatever it might be. But that doesn't mean you have to cut off all contact. Yeah. But it's probably smart for, to stay in contact. Ask, but ask, well, you know, hey, yeah. do you, we'd love to keep you informed. Do you still want to be on our mailing list? Uh-huh. Or, there, you know, we have these um, get togethers, these staff talent shares or whatever. Would you like to come by? Just whatever it is. Yes. And see how they'd like to receive information. Some super, or like the Home Depot Foundation, they have several pages in their grant agreement where they're going to tell you how they like to receive information. And That's helpful. I, I am grateful. Yes. But it is very clear. But if it's not clear, this is a great time to ask. Good point. So we've talked about all the things that you could do, um, but, you know, we'll just reverse it because sometimes people's minds think like that. And I, and I feel you. Yes. But I'll tell you now, and Amanda will, will be jumping in to say, here's <laughs> here's what not to do. Yes. If you don't want this to go well, here's, here's you know, just follow these things in reverse. Maybe it's reverse psychology. Amanda yes. has her degree in psychology. <laughs> She's pretty yes. much analyzing me every minute that mm-hmm. she sits across from me in here, but I'm okay with that because I think there's just a lot of material there. It's a, <laughs> it's a rich field of study. So the reason why I can sit here and tell you, yeah, this is what not to do. Funders don't like this is because why? Because I've asked funders. I know, I know. I didn't even tell them to cinch up that time. I'm like, here, just boom. But gosh, over the last eight years, I've worked with Amanda on some of these things and other colleagues for journal articles, for panel presentations, meet the funders, all kinds of things where I have asked funders in a more formal way, hey, what are tips and tricks for people? And um, so we're going to do this in reverse. So, so these are the things not to do. These are the do. things be very not clear. to do. Not, don't do them. Unless you just really want to have a bad site visit. <laughs> and that can, and you're just going to have to talk to... That's a whole to, other ball that's of wax. A, that's a right. Dr. Amanda question. <laughs> that isn't a me. So yeah, so don't prepare. Yeah, right? Who cares? Whatever. The seat of your pants. Yeah, it's Why all not? good. Well, they love us. We love them. They gave us money. Who cares? Don't pay attention during site visits. Now, girl, I have oh. to stop right here and say this is an actual reverse quote of what someone from a, a local healthcare found. That's actually a national healthcare foundation with offices here in Atlanta. I asked her, you know, what's the number one thing? And she's like, can people just pay attention and not take calls or eat during the site visit? And I'm like, I How just got to stop you. Common I, no, no. Sense. I, I, I was like, I call shenanigans on what you just yes. said. That cannot be true. And she's like, you'd be surprised. And I'm like, well, you have surprised me because seriously. Uh-huh. So, hey, if you want to make a bad impression, eat a snack, take a phone call, text, whatever. Yeah. I Watch just, a YouTube video. I don't know. Yeah, you know, start your own podcast. <laughs> Who are we to judge? But that just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, if you don't care, if you don't, if you want to do a bad job at a site visit, then uh, don't be polite or welcoming. Oh, 
yeah, don't feel Because you know what? How dare they come in when you're trying to get your work done? You are an important person yes. and you got a lot of things to do and they're going to come in here and take up three hours of your time How dare and you have they? to sashay around the agency and show them all this stuff. And <laughs> Which all... she could see Kimberly's face as she's going on about this. Well, you <laughs> know, yes. guess what? That's, that's part of your job and the, these folks gave you money because it's people yes. who give you the money. Mm-hmm. It's not this... Okay, granted, it's some sort of automated system that issues checks, but don't quibble with me about that. Yes. It's the people who make decisions. Relationships so, matter. So please, if you want to blow up your site visit in the worst possible way, and by blow up, I mean in the bad way where there's explosion and fire and people get hurt, please don't be polite or welcoming. Don't take notes because who cares? Because oh, I already gave you the money. Yeah, Whatever. What they have to say doesn't impact your future. And let's say that something happened during the grant cycle that you didn't anticipate and maybe it wasn't something really good and i'm Which not happens. in that yeah it's life it's not that dystopian nightmare i was talking about earlier but so if you want to have a bad site visit don't even talk about that thing and if it comes up just bs your way or get angry because yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's a great way to handle it an example might be if you had to not you personally but maybe a senior leader had to leave the organization because gotcha. uh, they were, and they were fired for cause. Yes, something in the news that doesn't sound good, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking about huge universities where you may have somebody who was fired for cause. And this is not about causes and who did it and what are no. our thoughts about it. But you need to be able to at least address that and say that while that was unfortunate, you know, we're moving forward, we were able to bring in an interim, or instead of having that person and lead this particular program. We're now moving it over here. There was an instance where an agency lost a critical part of a licensing for about six, there was maybe a six month window mm-hmm. and a grant report was up in there in that time and a site visit. And it was just, it was easy to say, this thing happened. The people who did this thing are no longer here. And here are the steps that we've um, put in place to make yeah. sure it doesn't happen again. Instead of, oh, I know what you're talking about. That's fine. We're all fine. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. You want honesty is the best policy always with grants. And now, do you make the bad, do you leave with the bad news? Hey, welcome. Hey, sorry that so-and-so got fired. <laughs> yeah, no. I want to tell you, we got under control. Now, let's just, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that, but just be ready to address it and have a response that makes sense. Yeah. I guess in this sort of what not to do, sort of this what not to wear of our site visit advice, it's just interesting to me that if you are polite and welcoming, if you're prepared, if you take notes, if you're pleasant, if you have your talking points, if you're able to address off-the-cuff questions, which I would call hitting the basics, yeah. apparently, according to a lot of funders that I, that we've both talked to over the years, your head's and shoulders above the rest. Now, so I don't know if that's good news yeah. or bad news, <laughs> but it's good news for us because yeah, we, we, like we can get up on it. But that just, I think it also speaks to let's have um, professionalism in our field. Yes. It's, it's something to think about. Absolutely. Now, believe it or not, your funders want you to do well. Y'all, well, it's true. It's true. Whether they're government agencies or private funders, they want to make positive changes in the communities through grants, and they want to do right by their taxpayers and or their donors. And even if things aren't going to plan and changes are needed, they're willing to work with you to make that happen. So overall, got to remember that. And so site visits should not, like I said, I mentioned, I, I get it. I still get nervous when they sure, show up. Sure, that's natural. But... They're there to make sure all your ducks are in a row to keep you on track. They can work in your favor 
and secure that grant or build that relationship. They just require some advanced planning and team building among you and your staff and your board to make them successful. Absolutely. So no need to be scared, my children. Just prepare. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. Because winter's coming. Oh, oh, oh. oh. No, that's not true. There'll be no dragons. Unless it's a real special grant that we don't know about yet. (laughs) Again, we'd like to thank our season one sponsor, Grant Writing USA. If you're interested in learning more about grant writing and grant management, visit their website at grantwritingusa.com and check out their two-day courses taught in all 50 states. Stay tuned for some special offers from Grant Writing USA for our listeners. And remember, y'all, there is no specific college degree in grant writing or fundraising, but there are a lot of good people with experience to share, training programs, and other ways to learn. We would flat out love for this podcast mm -hmm, to be one of your favorite ways to learn. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes this season, including the next one about the joys of reporting. Oh, yay. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.